Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. Welcome back, guys. This is Believe in Rams. I'm Jake Ellenbogen. He is Cameron Lynch, who, by the way, I'm just going to throw it out. He doesn't know I'm going to throw it out here, but I'm going to. The Rams could really use him on special teams right <laughs> freaking now. Uh, <laughs> we made the playoffs, so Jake. I, I'm yeah. about to say, I'm flicking my thing here. We, we made the playoffs that. Thank God we almost did not make the playoffs, or we would have clinched it maybe this week, maybe depending on the 49ers, if they sit their guys or not. But man, Jake, it got a little spooky. That punt return, bro, it got spooky. We talked about it, Jake. We talked about it versus the Ravens. The Rams had the Ravens beat, but they lost against a punt, a punt return. And Jake, we made the playoffs. This is fabulous. What do they say in the playoffs, Jake? Pack your defense and pack your special teams because at the end of the day, the offense is going to get schemed up. Jake, there's about two weeks till the playoffs happens. Your offense is going to get stink schemed up. So make sure that your guys create turnovers. Make sure that your special teams are actually giving you guys good field position. You know, that's that's really important. But I, I won't be the dead horse there, Jake, because special teams is really important to me. And I think that the Rams need to make it important to them as well. <laughs> hey, I'm with you, man. Um, you know, it, it, it's kind of like I was joking when I came out, but I mean, in, in all seriousness, if you, if you could suit up, like, like they need you, like, I'm not kidding. I mean, <laughs> I, I think this team lacks special teams aces. I mean, there's not, there's not a Darren Bates. There's not a Cameron Lynch. There's not a Corey Littleton. There's not John Johnson coming out of the draft. There's not a Nick Scott. Um, and, and, and we see that, you know, I, I think it's clear as day. Um, there are guys who can step up and this is the time to do it, man. The best time to start getting better is immediately. <laughs> so, um, is, is getting Duke Nukem back. Yeah. Getting Duke Nukem back. Duke Shelley. I'm very excited about that. I think he's an underrated special teamer. Um, I also think he has a chance to start this week with potentially all the, the backups sitting, but, but let's, let's not waste any time. Let's get into Wait. the giants game. Sorry, Jake, really quick though. Oh yeah. Really quick. Go. You talk about special teams. You talk about how important that is Johnny Hecker. Now, the special teams is driven through your special teams aces, like you mentioned. A lot of times, you're punting your kicker. Well, Johnny Hecker for the Rams has, ever since I've been there, he's made special teams fun, right? Think about the Seahawks game when he went to go push one of those players and he <laughs> fell on the ground. You know, you know, like when you have a Hall of Fame punter on your team, you have a Hall of Fame kicker, those guys on that team are going to ball out because of who that is. And so I really think that's on the Rams special teams, the kicker and the punter, to make sure, hey, make these guys care about what we're doing here. Make sure, like... Make these guys care. Make these guys want to tackle when they get down the football field, Jake. We saw it. They, I think I counted the Rams missed about five tackles on that punt return versus the Giants. They missed about five tackles on that punt return against the Ravens. And to be honest, that's unacceptable, Jake. When I was playing, we used to, I mean, between the guys, we used to bet. Like, yo, I bet, I'm going to bet, I'm a bet that I'm going to get a, a tackle this game. I'm going to have two to three tackles this game. And, hey, bet $50. Me and Bryce Hager in between us. Hey, bet $50. <laughs> Bryce Hager's another one. <laughs> You know what I mean? But we 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 were we took it serious, Jake. We used to fight in practice, special teams. We used to go at it, bro. John Fossil, the coach of the uh, of the Dallas Cowboys now. We used to fight in practice, Jake, because we took it so serious. And so I don't think the Rams are fighting in practice now on the special teams. It's that that competition is not there. And I think they need to create that pretty soon here in the playoffs. Because if not, Jake, we're gonna come back here on the show during the playoffs versus the Lions or whoever we play, the Cowboys, whoever it is, and we're gonna say, damn. I wish your special teams would have would have showed up because everyone else should everyone else did. Brian Robinson, Brian Robinson is showing up, Jake. I mean, just talk about game balls really quick. Kobe Turner, Brian Robinson, these guys are showing up. Kyron Williams is showing up. I mean, he's running like he wants to win the championship. Why don't we have the energy on special teams? 
<laughs> and like I, I, got my, I, I got my Brady shirt on here, uh, Jake. You know, this was in Tampa Bay. I retired right before Brady won his championship, and he was on the Buccaneers for Jake for one year. And what happened was is there was a mentality that, you know, he would text the guys at the end of the night. You know, the game was on Sunday. On Saturday night, he would text the guys, guys, we're going to get this win today. And it's just different mentalities that Tom Brady had that the Rams need to harness. They need to lock in. Jake, you saw the you saw the college football games. Um, what was it, JJ from, from Michigan? My man was doing yoga. He was meditating, you know, at that Rose Bowl <laughs> Stadium. He was locked the hell in, and the Rams need to lock the hell in uh, before, you know, it's too late and before we're <laughs> preparing for Cancun. You know what I mean? What's it, Cancun 03? <laughs> we do not want to go home, Jake. I want to win the Super Bowl, bro. So we got to lock in on special teams, offense, and defense. I know I went on a little rant there, but it's important. <laughs> I mean, I kind of got you started with the special teams and I mean, you're not going to find another show that's talking about special teams this much at the start. So uh, just be uh, be happy that we're we're spending this much time on it because ESPN ain't going to do it. Um, oh, no, no. They might show it over and over again because, uh, you know, what's really funny is I follow a lot of Steelers fans and man, do I love the Steelers after because we're we're driving home from the MetLife game. And we stop at a rest stop and I get Burger King and I'm watching on my phone, you know, shout out to YouTube TV and I'm watching this game and I watch Najee Harris get that first down and slide baseball slide head like first and everything feet first. And uh, you just know it, it's over and and the Rams just clinched the playoffs. And it's just such a great feeling, um, especially being that close to the Rams and and being at the stadium and, you know, talking with the guys I talked to, you know, how was this? How was that trip, Jake? I know we talked about me for a little bit, you know, playing special teams. I know you're at the game is a big deal for you. And it was really cool, Jake, is I know you're not going to say it on our, our show, so I'll say it for you. Well, it's just cool to see, Jake. I saw your social media post. You know, you sent me some pictures. It's really cool to see you engaging with some of these athletes as a trusted media source because you put a lot of work in, bro. You put a lot of work in your relationships. You put a lot of work into the, these shows when it comes to what we're going to talk about today, right? Like all of that has it paid off this weekend. Giants. Um, you know, Rams game, it paid off seeing you in those pictures, smiling with your family. That was really cool. So Jake, please share with the group kind of what that experience has been like and just kind of your hard work and how, you know, you're with a Keller Witherspoon. Like you're, <laughs> it, it was really awesome. Yeah. I appreciate that, Cam. Um, you know, it, it was just, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's really cool because I don't get a chance to go to many games. Um, I know I probably should go to more, but it's also, it's tough, man. Cause I love watching, like, it's the best sport to watch on TV, like bar none. Yeah. So, you know, I try to go at least once a year and MetLife seems to be, it's a cold. oh, it was cold. It was cold. It was so cold. Um, my thumb felt like it was dislocated, so I couldn't text anymore. So I had people like, you know, asking me like, Hey, you know, all this, all these questions, like, why did you stop texting me? My, my thumb was like going this way, you know? Um, <laughs> And all the also, fans that were in the stand, in the stands that you saw that recognize you, like that. that, that yeah, cool. that that was crazy. I had people come up to my row, um, and be like, "Hey, can I get a selfie?" Like, yeah, <laughs> you know. Any, uh, shout I had outs, a- any shout outs? Any fans? <laughs> shout outs at all while we're here, Jake? Like, hey, shout out to that one guy who gave me a hot dog or whatever. Any, anything like that? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, shout out. Um, this one girl, I I don't know if she gave me her name, but she said her dad's a huge fan of my show. I do multiple shows, so I'll just assume yeah. he watches all of them. Hopefully, he'll see this. But um, you know, she came up so nice and everything. Asked me for a selfie, uh, from my section. So that was really cool. This one guy with his kid, 
um, said, I was looking all over for you, man. Like looking for that Tutu Atwell jersey and the the yellow hat. You just kept saying Tutu Atwell, yellow hat. And uh, I actually walked right to him, you know, so you didn't have wow. to go and, and search. Um, awesome. Yeah. You know, I had. Feel? How does your parents feel? Jay? I mean, you're like you're, you had your siblings there with you. Like, yeah. How was that? How did they react? Because, you know, you're up, Jake. People don't know this. Like they don't know this. We do this show during the day. But Jake, you're usually the night before you're up, you know, clipping tapes, you're up watching film up and really until like three or four in the morning. <laughs> so yeah. like you know, your family, your family that went to the game, they see that and they know that. But how did how did they respond when they saw the fans come up who see your film and see your footage, but they don't really know behind the scenes what Jake goes through? What did what did your family react to? My dad was proud, but I think he he just kind of was like this, I expected this, like, you know what I mean? Like, and I feel like that's really cool. Um, and you know, my mom is just super proud and everything. Like I, I always tell them because my, my late uh, grandpa, my grandpa, Dave, who I, I lost, um, you know, the last you know, couple of years Rest in heaven, yeah. and yeah, it's like, he was my biggest supporter. It's nothing yeah. against my, my parents, but even they would like, admit, I mean, good as grandpa. <laughs> Well, like every time, like he called me, he'd be like, "Oh, I'll I'll be seeing you on TV someday." Which, hey, we're on TV right now, technically. Hey, so, you, you know, I just think, you know, I was just so fortunate to have so many people in my corner, and it's just made it so easy because when you have people in your corner, such as yourself, I mean, just you know, having Cam in my corner, having Alexis in my corner, and uh, Blaine, you know, people like that, and then family. When you have that many supporters it makes it so easy to just buckle down, just focus on what you want to get done because they already support you. My best friend, Tyler, you know, uh, with that, I mean, it, it's, I'm lucky. Uh, that, uh, that's really what it comes down to. I don't believe in, in luck all the time. I'm lucky. I have this many people that support me at age 28 because not yeah. everyone does, you know, so Jake, not everyone shows up. I think that's really important. I think just for the fan base and people watching the show, um, you know, as a former player, for me, I had a lot of people come and support me, right? I can, hey, can give me tickets to the game. I haven't talked to you in 30 years, but can I get tickets to the game? What does that look like? And those are false supporters, right? Even though they yeah. might be your your first cousin, but those aren't really supporters like that. They kind of just they call them takers, right? And there's, there's a lot of takers, and I've seen that while I was playing. When I re when I retired, where did the takers go, right? They had, they quote unquote don't really have much to take. So, you know, I really pride myself on my tribe and my community and my council. And that's really important for my success as a retired player. You know, yeah, it, it's important for me and I have a wife now. So now our tribe is really important. So for you to say that as well, Jake, it, that, that it, it doesn't fall far from the tree. Anybody <laughs> watching the show from a former player to yourself, community is really important. The support is really important. So, uh, I'm really glad that they were there to support you during that game. And Jake, there's going to be a lot more games for them to support you at. And these folks watching the show, um, you know, next year we want to plan to go to a game. So Jake and I will be at a game next year. And we hope to maybe we'll do like a, a signing or something like that, Jake. We'll figure it out. Live show, see. man. Let's make it happen. Anyone who Live wants show. to host us in L.A., let's do there it. You, you know, there you go. We'll, there you go. we'll do it. We'll do a whole joint thing. You know, let's. Yeah, let's 100 percent. We're going to buy our families. I'm from L.A., Jake. So my support group out here is, is kind of heavy. So, uh, you know, my family's your family, Jake. And I'm looking forward to doing that next year. We'll write it down. Our 2024 yeah. goals. Live show next year count on it a hundred percent cam that that is the goal um appreciate you giving me that time by the way it means a lot already, but already. 
But yeah, man, um, I guess before we we dive into the rest of our show, uh, just want to let you guys know that Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs this season. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. But Cam, you know, we really like talking about underdog fantasy as well. So tell our uh, listeners slash viewers uh, how they can get involved in underdog fantasy. Got y'all covered. You can start playing Pick'em or Weekly Fantasy for any sport today. Users will receive a 100% deposit match up to $100 if they use promo code BELIEVINGRAMS at sign up. Start playing Pick'em and Weekly Fantasy Football today with Underdog Fantasy. That's underdog fantasy. I love that like you get super low in the voice and it's just like, man, we got to get that on the radio. <laughs> yeah, a little NFL red zone with Scott Hansen, you know, he said, rubbed off on me, Jake. That's how I'm doing it after every ad read. <laughs> oh, that's that's great. So the uh, yeah, the Rams won in case you guys didn't know, 26, 25. Um, my heart stopped. I can confirm that because I'll tell you right now, Cam, I was at the 50 yard line in the cheap seats. You can't tell if he made that field goal or not from there. You're just looking at the fans that are over by the goalposts. And if they're all upset, then you're going to assume that most of those are Giants fans and that the Rams just won. But I didn't know until, you know, the video board showed it. And man, uh, it was all written in the stars for Mason Crosby to end the Rams season right then and there. Um, there's a very good chance uh, the Rams could have, you know, lost that game and they could have lost week 18. We don't know. We're going to be talking about it, but oh man, it was uh, Mason, Jake. I'm looking it up right now. Mason Crosby is a six round draft pick. Now it's a specialist. So that means he's a baller. This is in 2007. <laughs> oh my God. So they caught him, I'm, man. <laughs> they, I know that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, of course, Mason's a, di- you know, a little bit of dinosaur, but at the end of the day, he's been in the league for a long time. And what I'm getting to is he's a respected player in football. At the end of the day, if you can stay in the league for that many years, you are respecting the fact that he missed that kick to end the Rams, hope, you know, playoff hopes. We got lucky, Jake. We got lucky, bro, because you expect a guy like Crosby. My wife, Aronique, she's like, oh, Crosby, man? She's like, I know Crosby. Hey, Jake, she didn't start watching football until she started dating me, bro. And she's like, Crosby? Like, wait, I've seen him before. And the fact that he missed that That's so game, funny. Bro, we got in the Packers. That was our favorite team. Um, who was it? Uh, it was a linebacker from Clay Matthews. She loved Clay Matthews. Long hair, you know, she were from California. So Clay Matthews, her favorite player. You know, the Packers and Mason, Mason Crosby was a kicker. So she's like, hey, Crosby, I know him. And the fact that he missed it, Jake, we got super lucky. And then going another step further, Back to the beginning of the show, the special teams. The reason why we're in that situation is because we let a punt return get down the field. Oh my god, dude! It's yeah. I had Steeler fans saying I didn't. Gunner Olszewski did something like that's literally. He was a former Steeler earlier in the year. I mean, people couldn't believe it. He broke like six, seven tackles on that. I mean, really poor too because you had all those guys converging. But then, and I understand there was still plenty of time left. The Rams could have won. But we saw what happened when the Rams got the ball. It was a three and out, and it was bad. I mean, Stafford got sacked. But maybe they changed their approach a little bit if the Giants make that two-point conversion, which I think is luckier for the Rams 
that they missed the two point conversion than missing the field goal because you don't get it any easier than that. No, after that, Jake, I was like, okay, Tyrod Taylor. I mentioned this before the show uh, last week. I was like, okay, Jake, this is Tyrod Taylor. It's a different type of quarterback. He's going to run. And the Giants will be the Giants at the end of the day. I told my wife, I was like, we're watching the game. And I was like, Aaronic, you know what? MetLife Stadium has a little curse over there. I don't know what's going on, but the Giants will be the Giants. The fact that he couldn't, he didn't extend that ball just a little bit, Jake, that, that was a season. And that's, I think the he was a baller in that game too. So it made baller. no sense. He hit like he was hitting all the throws. The broadcaster mentioned that that's the epitome of their season. You know, you play decent throughout the year, you know, Tyron Taylor playing decent. And then when it counts, when it matters, when you can put that nail in the coffin, can't get it done. Can't get it. And so I'm Man. like, thank God we're playing the Giants, you know, because to be honest, Jake, we talked about it. the Giants game and what was the Washington football team game. I told you those are the games where you got to hang points up on them. And that wasn't it. I think the Rams, I think we were looking towards to the 49ers. We were doing that. And it almost got us, bro. It almost got us. I'll say this. That really kind of resets your whole mindset about a win and a loss. Because, you know, the great thing about that, I think that's a blessing, Cam. I think barely hanging on on New Year's Eve, traveling 3,000 miles. It was cold as shit. I'll tell you that right now. I was there. What was the temperature, Jake? It was 30, but when you're sitting there, that feels like negative. (laughs) Sitting there for three hours, that's like negative degrees. So, um, you know, I, I look at it like this. This is the best case scenario because the Rams had to win. But it's also kind of like suffering a loss right before the playoffs, kind of humbling you. And I think Sean McVay kind of looks at it like that as well. He's like, we did everything we could to give that game away. And, you know, he wasn't trying to take any credit away from Wink Martindale. Trust me, he wasn't. He gave him a lot of credit or uh, Brian Dable. But, you know, this is a game where you escape this late in December and you have a chance now to go to the playoffs and I mean, I look at it like this. The Rams are able to learn from their mistake without having to learn by like actually losing the game. We got a city you of don't Angels, get that. Los Angeles, you have a city of angels because we, we got lucky, bro. We got that pass. I think we just had some angels, Jake blocking Tyrod <laughs> Taylor's pass from like going forward. I think we had an angel just kind of like, ah. Oh, <laughs> it football is. Angel just, ah. <laughs> With that said, because uh, we'll get into the Niners game, obviously, but two things I want to bring up. First off, is this the team of destiny, Cam? You were on the Rams. You were on the Bucks. Did you at any point have a season where you won a game by one point twice on a missed field goal? That's unheard of. That never goes the Rams way. I've been a fan since birth, okay? I've watched a lot of so-sar, same old sorry-ass Rams, St. Louis Rams football, okay? They don't win those games. Those always go through the uprights. Yeah, Jay, that's what I'm saying. With Crosby kicking, like I said, bro, like we got mad lucky, and I do think to Jay. But even Jason Myers with Seattle. Yeah, yeah. I I was like, What? What I will say, Jake, is I'm just wearing this shirt, this Tom Brady shirt, to see him turn the season around when it did, right? You saw the Buccaneers, Jake, they were getting their ass kicked at the beginning of the season, and then something changed. Same thing with the Rams this bye week. I think Matthew Saver said it, is that we were playing like we were in, like every game was a playoff game, and it's just the mindset, and it's that, that switch, and we got lucky, and I think because of that switch, Jake, we won so many games back-to-back. 
I think that's where the blessing came. I think we had some more momentum where that momentum, that football momentum blew that kick a little bit short, right? It blew Tyrod. I'm just saying, I'm praying that this is the case, all right? I could be making this up, but at the end of the day, we've been playing well recently, Jake, and we deserve we deserve to win, Jake. If we now if we weren't playing decent, Jake, all season we lost this game. And I'm like, yep, it's because we haven't been playing well. But since we locked in after the bye, like Matthew Safford said, we locked in, we got really, really focused. And we're winning games that we shouldn't win. And hey, a win is a win is a win at the end of the day, Jake, right? You say we look at it, we can say, oh, we should have won, we should have lost. That don't matter, NFL. Once you win that game, hey, 24-hour rule, and you go to the next one, hey, almost the 49ers, my guy. <laughs> I'm I'm with you, man. Um, before we, we move on to the 49ers, shout out Kyron had three touchdowns in this game. Kobe yeah. Turner padding his defensive rookie of the year resume, which by the way, he should be defensive rookie of the year. Nakua yeah. watching that live. He looked like he was going to get, you know, chauffeured out of bounds. And all of a sudden he spins around. And now all of a sudden he's running 80 yards down the field. And right before that play cam, it's one of the things that you don't see on TV, but you get to see when you're at the stadium. I saw him calling off and they kind of waved it back on the field. And like afterwards, Jordan Rodriguez reported he was throwing up in a trash can. Like, I mean, running 80 yards when you were calling off the field, the, the play before, yeah. like trying to get some, a breather, you don't get that breather. And they're like, Oh crap. I gotta, I gotta do this. I gotta Man, do it. That's like the flu game, bro. I keep, I keep telling my wife, Ernique, right? <laughs> she like, she keeps asking me, Ken, like, why you keep talking about Puka Nakua? She said, she's in the other room. She's like, I bet I'm gonna hear Puka Nakua on the show tonight. I was like, hell <laughs> yeah, you are. Puka Nakua, uh, Jake, he's a, he's tough as nails. I, I think we talk about grit. I think he has that. How hurt is Puka Nakua right now, right? Like you saw on that run, he was looking back a little bit. He knew he was going to get caught because he wasn't feeling great. You just said he threw up. Um, what other injuries does he have? Is that oblique still okay? How many hamstring tweaks does he have in his body, right? And you just never know. He's probably paying, playing on 70% and the fact that he's showing out the way he is. I mean, you know, rookie, give him rookie of the year, Jake. Just just do it right now. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's super impressive. Um, and then Kobe Turner, right? I know it's funny because I saw Puka Dakua, rookie of the year, Kobe, Tur Kobe Turner, defensive player of the year. And I saw Alexis, you know, the Rams ret uh, retweeted her on Instagram or, or Twitter on X. So that was really cool. A uh, shout out to Alexis for getting that up there. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, she was she was hyped. She sent that to me. She's like, oh, my God, look, the Rams mentioned me. I I was like, it. yeah, I was like. Yeah, I mean they follow you on Twitter. They should, you know. Yeah, he's like, he's like, cause you, you with me, like you good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we, we take care of each other over here, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's cool. That's cool. Uh, hell yeah, but but yeah, man. I I think right now, um, what what kind of bothers me about this game is that they scored four touchdowns, but you see twenty six, and you're thinking. I don't know, two touchdowns, maybe a bunch of field goals. Like 26 doesn't feel like four touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I hear like, oh, the offense was it just had an off day. They're off day scoring four touchdowns on the road in the freezing cold on December 31st. I mean, two interceptions, two interceptions are going to kill them, Jake. They should have beat them by more. Probably yeah, get, I'm sure you're going to get to that. But yeah, Jake, I talk about it all the time, bro. Takeaways, that's the most important factor in football. I mean, you saw the Alabama-Michigan game, Jake. Alabama was trying to give Michigan that football, bro, dropping punts. They were trying to give the ball away. And Alabama ended up losing because they they the turnover margin was 0-0. Zero, zero. Michigan ended up getting an interception. Michigan was kicking their ass the whole game. They ended up winning. And the turnover margin is crucial. The Rams, we got lucky, bro, because we threw two interceptions. We got lucky and we got one, but we got lucky. <laughs> yeah, no, I I hear you. I mean, and and you know, I think uh I think they got a, a fluky fumble. 
on Demarcus Robinson, where he's just, he's kind of turning and it just a perfect. And, and I mean, you got to give credit. Dane Belton was unbelievable in, in keep in mind, he he's not even the starter. So Jason Panak couldn't play. I covered him last year when I was covering the jets and um, Jason Panak is, is important in that back end of the secondary and Dane Belton comes in and it's two interceptions. It's forced fumbles left and right. I think he had a sack. He was everywhere. He was yeah. everywhere. And, and for Robinson, for our guy Robinson now, you know, we talked about with Kyron. Hey, let's not get too comfortable. You, you're about to probably go take Tutu Adwell's spot at this point, Jake. I mean, we love Tutu, but let's just keep a stack of stack. He is now the third receiver and let's not get too comfortable because, you know, that's one forced fumble. But just know that the 49ers... <laughs> The 49ers will take that ball away. And Tutu Apple will be in that game, bro. I know you wore his game. You, you wore his jersey to the game the other day. Trust me, Tutu Apple will be in that game if our guy Robinson does not secure the football because playoff football is coming up, Jake. So everything has to be fine-tuned. I know, I know he's been scoring touchdowns. We love him. I love him. But don't get taken off that field just because, you know, I, I want to get lackadaisical with my technique, Jake. We all know when you run that football, keep it high and tight. There's no situation where that he should have that ball out there. So... I know I'm being tough on them, Jake, but I want to win, bro. <laughs> I, I hear win. you, man. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, also you've you've played this game at the highest yeah. level. You know, yeah. you've been on a, you've been on a football field. You you're a linebacker by yeah. I mean, mind, body, and soul. You are a linebacker. So the first <laughs> thing you're thinking of is I'm gonna punch this ball out, but I'm gonna secure the tackle while I'm doing it. Yeah. That's what the 49ers do. That Green they do line, it well. Greenlaw, they're about Jake. Trust me. Robinson they might right not now, play though. That's another thing. That's true. But their backups, right yeah. now, Jake, in the linebacker Burks. room, in linebacker room, they're circling Robinson. Hey, we got a duck. They're saying, look, we got a duck on line one. Number fifteen, he think he been scoring. We about to we about to humble him this game. He thinks it's the last game of the season. <laughs> we about to get him, bro. Jake, I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> this is what they're talking about. So. uh to, to wrap this up, big shout outs to Kobe Turner, two and a half. Big shout out to Donald, two uh, sacks. Byron Young got himself a sack. Hoyt looked good. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think, yeah, Fuller got an interception. I think it's gotten to the point where, I mean, you might see Kobe Turner sitting out. You might see Michael Hoyt sitting out. I mean, Hoyt's played well. I don't know why he's covering... Uh, he was he was covering Darren Waller deep down the field. I'm like, I was I could hear I could literally feel Cam's like the energy of him eye rolling while I was at the game. I'm watching that. And I'm like, I don't even think the cameras got there yet. And I'm like, I'm watching this unfold and I'm like, and he's yep. like Waller's in the end zone. It's just a missed throw. But I <laughs> and, and then I heard somebody say, well, it was nice effort by Hoyt. I was like, yeah, Hoyt shouldn't be in that situation at all. Wait, like, <laughs> didn't, didn't Waller get signed, Jake, for like X amount of dollars in the offseason, bro? And that's what these these teams are doing, Jake, is they're finding the deep Former the receiver. Players. They're putting the best players on them. They're putting the best players on, on Hoyt because they know they have to, he has to cover them. And it's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, hey, yeah. We play, hey, if we don't learn now, Jake, we'll learn the playoffs. What do they say? A hard head makes us all behind. If we keep dropping Hoyt back in coverage against the best receivers, Hey, we'll, we'll learn someday. We'll learn someday. It's uh, yeah, it's tough. I mean, he, he played pretty well. Um, he he's he getting better as a rusher. I, he might just be a late November, December type of player. And I'm sure you were around those guys that kind of heat up at the end of season. Maybe they take a little bit to get into the the flow of things. Um, Demarcus is one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah, and Corey you know, was learning. Jay, he was learning. He had to learn a whole new scheme, a uh, position, not scheme, but just position and 
skill. He he to learn a whole new skill set, and he's athletic enough to learn it. Is he the best at it? I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. He warmed up. So he got it. So uh, the battle of the the two uh, rival NFC West teams. We move yeah. on here. The Rams nine and seven, four and four on the road, take on the five and two at home, twelve and four 49ers. Uh, the 49ers have already announced they're starting Sam Darnold. The Rams have announced they're starting Carson Wentz. This could be the battle of the backups. And what I will say is I think people are about to see how underrated when people say this Rams team doesn't have depth. I think people are about to see how underrated this depth is. Um, I actually made a tweet before we went live or before we recorded this. Um, I attempted to guess the Rams starting lineup this weekend. Okay. I already know one of them is off. So I think Alec Jackson might have to play left tackle because Joe Nopum is out. Uh, he got hurt last week. So my starting quarterback, Carson Wentz, we already know that starting running back, Ronnie Rivers slash Royce Freeman. I think both, they got to get both going in case they need both in the playoffs. Um, wide receiver two two Atwell wide receiver, Ben Skoranek wide receiver, Austin Trammell. We'll probably see, um, I know people are thinking, you know, they might get, you know, Xavier Smith. I don't think he's going to get, you can only activate two guys off of the practice squad. So I don't think he's going to be one of them. I know one of them is going to be dresser win who they just signed because they need that backup quarterback. They're not trying to put Stafford in if Wentz goes down and lose both their starter and backup after they went in thinking, okay, they're off. Question, question you know, check really quick. Stetson Bennett, where, where did our guy go? What? Uh, well, I don't. I don't know TV? if he plays football again. If I'm being honest. Okay. okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. we we Fair haven't enough. heard much, but I'm not confident he comes back to the NFL. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, Fair which enough. sucks because this would be a huge opportunity. Well, I'm a Carson Wentz fan, so I'll take this all day. Yeah. yeah. But if Carson Wentz went down. You know, well, knowing Stafford, Bennett yeah. is behind him, I'd feel a little bit better than Dresser Win. We'll just say that. Same, same because um, the 49ers faced that last year, right, Jake? They got to Brock, was it Grappolo, Purdy, and then the next one? And yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, Tyler Johnson, who we saw in preseason, yeah. he's going to be able to get going um, and, and do his thing. He's been on the practice squad all year. And uh, notably, he caught uh, some passes from Tom Brady in the playoffs. So, I mean, this guy has that playoff football experience where you get him going. Maybe he does something in the playoffs, but Davis Allen, our guy, Davis Allen will likely start Bryson Hopkins. Another one of my guys like to see that. I think Alec starts at left tackle. Like I mentioned, maybe they get somebody else, but I'm expecting Alec there left guard. will probably be Tremaine Ancrum jr. I don't expect them to use Steve Avila. If they do fine, whatever, I don't expect it. Uh, Center. They might just roll with Coleman Shelton, but I think they're going to start Brian Allen. I think they're going to start Brian Allen. So then right guard, I think they take Zach Thomas off the practice squad. He started against the 49ers or he came in in relief when Nopum went down against the 49ers. And it wasn't great, but this is a guy who's already had some experience in game this year. I think that's the guy most likely to come off the practice squad and not a guy that has no experience. Um, Right tackle Warren McClendon Jr. I I think that's pretty obvious. He's already played there a little bit. There's no way Havenstein plays this game. Ain't no way you're putting Havenstein out there or Dotson for that matter. So then you look at the defense cam. I got Jonah Williams, uh, who I'm sure they don't really want to play. So if, I mean, if they don't, they don't have to, I mean, it could be Laurel Murchison, right? Um, But Jonah Williams, Bobby Brown, the third, I'm against him playing, by the way, he just came off an injury. I just, 
You know, I talked to him last week and I'm glad that he's good. But if he's good, why not just save him for the playoffs? I mean, he's very important. Uh, he does a lot of the dirty work no one wants to talk about, makes things uh, a little bit easier on some of the other guys. So I don't know if I would start him, but I think they're going to. Deswan Johnson, uh, Mr. Irrelevant. He has a chance to, you know, I, I he looked really good last. He's looked good throughout the year, really, yeah. when he gets his uh, his usage. O'Shawn Mathis, at outside linebacker, he kind of lost his spot, has been a, a healthy scratch the last few weeks. Yeah, I think he gets the nod. Redemption opportunity, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Troy Reader, who started in the Super Bowl, you know, uh, he's been playing a lot more recently. I think he's been playing solid football. Uh, Troy Reader will start. Jake Hummel, I like him at inside linebacker. Um, Nick Hampton's been coming on strong. I don't think he's come on strong enough for them to not play him. I don't think he's at that level yet, but uh, I think this is a great opportunity for him to start a full game. Uh, Duke Shelley, I think, is going to get the start as cornerback one coming off the IR, which is great. I was hoping for this. I, As long as he's healthy, Cam, Trey Tomlinson will get his due this week. Trey Tomlinson's a guy who we talked about big time before the season. Um, I think we, we rushed him too quickly in the spotlight. This is somebody prime example of somebody who is going to have a really good sophomore year i think yeah yeah so jake i, I appreciate you breaking that down um and so what it sounds like from my experience playing in a situation like this okay if you push the playoffs <clears throat> last game of the season the nfl added the season on to the schedule so this is game 18 and it took away a preseason game so i see this game as an addition of the preseason game you move it from the end of the preseason you move it to the end of the season that's uh, mind you caveat only if you clinch the playoffs yeah <laughs> this is only this is only a preseason game if you clinch the playoffs if you didn't clinch the playoffs this is a regular game for you and unfortunately you're running on e right now right the guys that are start the starters that are playing right now that are hoping to get to the playoffs are going to suffer in the playoffs because their legs aren't fresh think about like the warriors right from the Warriors when they were winning fresh legs their second string or the second string can beat a starter team and that means their starters come to playoffs they're ready to go lebron james when he gets to the playoffs they sweep teams in four games and they're fresh the next game this is that scenario and so what i would imagine jake you got you got a first string second string and third string all the first stringers sit down you know the guys that are are rotating between first and second string those guys are the starters. The second string guys are now backing up those guys that were doing the one and two. And then the third string guys are now the second string. So you kind of just remove that first string and you make the other two groups, the first and the second string, similar to what you do in a preseason game. Um, what I will say is that the active starters, it's a, they're mentally, it's mentally a live game for them, right? So I want to see clipboards. I want to see talking, talking to, to the players that are actually in the game, but they need those live reps because they're going to see the 49ers <laughs> in the playoffs, hopefully. So they need those live reps. And so to be honest, like, I would even give some of my leaders in my team or that team, some of the play calling, Hey, tell, tell, tell Raheem what play you want on this one, right? Just to get them that confidence going. So they know the following week in the playoffs that Raheem knows that they like to play and that they know that's going to work. And so <clears throat> there's a little strategy to this, Jake, but I'm really excited to see what the, what the Rams do this season, this game before the 49ers. So speaking of your strategy here, um, it's not cut and dry because it's not like one of those. Cause I hear a lot of fans saying this game doesn't matter, which I find absolute like it, it is so <laughs> ironic. Okay. I'm going to call it the Rams fans for a second. Okay. Ready for this? It. Yeah. it is so ironic to me 
how there are people that will literally say, I would rather beat the 49ers than win a Super Bowl. Like in, in the NFC title game, there are people that have said to me, the they NFC title game mattered more than the Super Bowl, they right? They don't like the Rams. They don't like the Rams. They don't like football, Jay. Them folks don't like football. <laughs> so, so you can't have those people say, I hate the 49ers so much. And then say in the same token, well, oh, this game is meaningless. Yeah. This game isn't meaningless either, because do you know why the Rams can fall to the seventh seed? And no seventh seed in the history of the NFL has ever won in the playoffs. And now (laughs) I'll just keep cooking because why not? Um, So that's a first. So do you want to be the first team to do that? I would rather not be in that position, to be honest with you. Why recreate the wheel? Like why just, you know, like. (laughs) Yeah. So first. Magic. (laughs) So this is, this is a whole thing of first. So first team to do that. And oh, by the way, in all likelihood, if they had the seventh seed, the most likely outcome would be playing Dallas. So you'd have to be the first team to beat Dallas at home this year. And yeah, we could talk about how the lions clearly beat them and the refs blew that. But the point is that the Rams would have to beat them at home in the playoffs at a place where they're three and five on the road. This is not a good road team. But they are undefeated at home, and again, it's loud. Jerry you know, loud, bro. It's top. Oh yeah, of stadiums that I've been in, bro. That shit's loud. And don't don't throw an interception, Matthew Stafford. Don't throw an interception in Jerry World, bro. <laughs> you can't. You want to hear yourself think. So they yeah, already I, lost forty three to twenty. You could say that's not going to happen again, but you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think that. I, I'll, I'll be the first one to tell you. The second best team in the NFC behind the 49ers is the Rams right now. Currently, I believe that. Um, yeah. we need to but beat them, Jake. We, need, we need to beat them. I just your point, bro. We need we need to sneak in because the 49 was like, Oh, we clinched it. Yeah, we need to go in there, take all the Christmas gifts that they got, all that PS. We need to go ahead and get all that because the 49ers they're disrespectful. They come into the, the Rams house, say, Oh, we run LA. No, go up there and whoop their ass. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm kind of tired of hearing, um, you know, the what, what, what do they always say, Levi South? I was like. Yeah. Don't you take your generic ass stadium and try to ever discredit SoFi. Yeah. SoFi is a, a spaceship and Levi's is a public restroom. So they're not the same. <laughs> okay. Don't you ever, <laughs> don't ever try to discredit the state of the art Cronky facility with that freaking generic ass stadium ever again. Don't do it. <laughs> And, you know, I don't want to compare stadiums. You know, I don't want to get into the billionaire battle where they, my stadium is better than yours. I want to get into that. But what I will say, though, <laughs> for, the, for the Rams fans, it's a sense of pride, right? For the fans out there that, are, that actually tweet, hey, this game doesn't matter. Well, think about it like this. Imagine someone coming to your house during New Year's and like, hey, <clears throat> uh, that, that, that crab looks good. That steak looks good. I'm, 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 I'm going to get that. <laughs> I want that. And I'm, I live in San Francisco. I'm going to come down to L.A., take your fandom. I'm going to take your fan flag. I'm going to rip all that shit down. And take it back to the uh, back back with me. That's the same process. No matter if you're playing for the Super Bowl or playing for anything, anytime you play a game, you got to protect the territory. You got to protect your house. You can't just let somebody run up in your spot, bro. <laughs> Hell so, no. It, yeah. And I'll I'll say this. Um, any fan that is a fan of the NFL should want to see the Rams playing Detroit. Okay, that is the best scenario. It, it, it's it's a great matchup for the Rams. I think. But I think just the storylines there, Stafford going back to Ford Field, Goff playing the Rams, having a chance to knock the team that gave up on him out of the playoffs. <clears throat> you could yeah. say vice versa. I mean, the, the Lions were done with Stafford too. Um, you know, that to me is huge. But in order for that Rams to happen... Staff, the former staff is over there. I mean, yeah. It's, it'll be oh, awesome. 
Oh, Aubrey Pleasant got fired by them. So, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's true. The the GM for the Lions was at the ring. I mean, bro, it it would be awesome to see. It it really would. And, you know, it's really simple how to get this thing to, to work. You beat the 49ers. And if the Cowboys beat Washington, that's it. That's it. It's done. It, it, Lions, Rams, first round of the playoffs. Do not put, don't you dare put that on Monday Night Football. Get rid of the Monday Night Football playoff game. That is so stupid that I would have to, I earned my right to make the playoffs. I'm one of the 14 teams out of 32, and you're going to make me play on Monday Night Football and make, and, and you could say, oh, well, you won't play the Saturday game. You'll play the Sunday. Hey, newsflash, that's a short week. Why am I getting a disadvantage? You're creating a disadvantage for a playoff team. That is insane. That is yeah, absolute I mean, look, insanity. Created, created 18 games. Jake's got to fit him in somehow, unfortunately. I mean, sad, Monday Night sad. Football thing, that is that is absolutely... the Oh, God. I, the Rams had to do that, by the way. They won the Super Bowl when they did that last. So, well, okay, I guess bring it on. But, but I mean, it's still ridiculous. Um they are the most likely scenario for the Rams is Dallas. That is, I mean, it's the lions that they win. It's the lions that they lose and the Packers lose. It's the lions that they lose. The Packers win the lions win and the Cowboys lose, but there's a, like most of those scenarios, it, the Rams having to go to San Francisco playing their backups and everything. The, the 49ers would be the favorite there. Right. And because of that, Dallas is the most likely. And I'll I'll just say this. I think they can beat anybody in their way. Um, I'll also say this. I think I want Detroit because of the storyline and everything, but I don't care who they play. I think they'll win. And I'll say this, the easiest team, the team that you do want to play is the least likely the Philadelphia Eagles, because that team right now, I'll tell you, they are crumbling. I won't be surprised if that giants team we just saw, Okay, the Giants team we just saw take it to the Rams beats Philly because I can tell you right now, watching that team, I don't think their spirit's going to be broken after that Rams game. They got one more game. It's against a a hated rival and it's at MetLife Stadium. Are you kidding me? Tyrod's playing for his career right now. Yeah, so the Eagles, I, Eagles are going to get beat for sure. I mean, they almost beat us. Shit. Uh, Talking about the Giants. So, yeah, the Eagles are going to get beat. And and the one thing, Jake, I will say before before we jump off here, um, I want to shout out Mike LaFleur, uh, Rams offense coordinator. I know, you know, Raheem Morris, he's been fabulous. He's been with us for a couple of years. But Mike LaFleur has turned this shit around, bro. From last year, this point, we were depressed as hell, you know. Uh, and Mike LaFleur, turned, yeah, Mike LaFleur turned this shit around. And, you know, Sean McVay as well. Like, just shout out to what he's done and getting the right chefs in the kitchen. Because you talk about the Eagles. They got rookie offensive defensive coordinator. It's like, bro, it's hard to win like that. So it's it's sad for them, but shout out to the Rams for getting right in the offseason, building that house that we talked about that can be sustainable. We're going to the playoffs, man. So great job to that 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 staff at the Rams. Yeah, and and shout out to Jonathan Yan and all those Eagles fans that blamed him for the Super Bowl loss. Then he gets to beat them and screw them out of the one seed. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, with that Cardinals team, I don't want to play him. I know Seattle doesn't want to play him. Well, Seattle's probably not making the playoffs. I, I got I got news for you. They they blew that. They they let that train go. And uh, I'll tell you right now. Actually, let's let's get crazier here. Ready? 
Packers, I think, are going to beat the Bears. I think the Rams beat the 49ers. I got 23-20. Carson Wentz is going to do it. I, I, yeah. I believe in Carson. I think he's going to do it. Sean McVay is going to call plays. I, I trust him. But yeah. the Packers are going to win. So they will take the seventh seed. They, they will lock that up over Seattle. So, ha, Seattle. Uh, Packers <laughs> make the seventh, right? Packers are going to beat Dallas, Okay. Mm-hmm. If they play Dallas, that is not a good matchup. They are going to beat Dallas. And there's some history there. They're going to beat Dallas. The Rams are going to beat Detroit. And I think the Bucks are going to beat Philly. So that there you go. Both teams of yours are going to make it to the next round. So 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 this this is where it gets interesting. First off, the 2021 divisional round of the playoffs, 49ers, Packers, Rams, Bucks. It would be a rematch of that. The second thing, this is the most important thing. This is why you fight. Oh, I don't care about the six seed. This is why you fight. Might not be a super possibility this happens, but if by some chance the Packers beat the one seed and the two seed and the Rams took care of business, guess where the NFC title game is being played? At SoFi Stadium. Could you imagine that? Let's win. Let's win out, bro. We got to win out. That's the only way to imagine that. We got to win out. And I'll say this, both six seeds, in my opinion, are the scariest teams in the league right now. Yeah, the Rams and the Bills. I don't think anyone wants to play either of them. No, no. I heard a so, fan say the other day, I do not want to play the Rams. It was actually, uh, I work for this other company, and my boss for that company is like, yeah, I don't want the 49ers to play the Rams. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't either because we're dangerous. And Jake, I'm going to call this game 49ers Rams. I'm going to say 17 to 20. I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. I do think Carson Wentz is going to make things happen. I think 2-2 Atwell is going to find that end zone and we're going to get some turnovers. So we'll see. <laughs> Man, first play of the game, Cube Adjustment. Yeah, I think they're going to go really conservative, not really roll out the playbook, not trying to show their cards because they're probably going to play each other in the playoffs. First thing, play action. Wentz deep down the field. He's got Atwell in stride. Like I could totally see that like hundred percent. That's what the Packers are doing. You see Jordan love. He was playing one game. It was, Oh yeah. Firing the ball down the field, Jake, he's looking dangerous. And yeah, I mean, the Packers are a dangerous team too, bro. So, Hey, it's a lot of good football to come uh, this weekend and a Saturday. And I'm excited to see uh, what, what the Rams do on Sunday. I am too, man, but that's going to do it. We'll, we'll be back next week. We'll have way more clarity on what the heck is going on. We'll, we'll know exactly who the Rams are playing the next time we, we, we record uh, at this point. I mean, once we know who they're playing, it'll be a full blown episode of just breaking that game down. Cause that game's everything that is win and you're in lose and, and you're gone. I mean, it's, it's no Little different man. than the NCAA tournament, you know, <laughs> book, a trip Mexico. Book, it, book a trip, book a vacation. If you don't win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I could just hear the one shining moment. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. But hey, man, you know, really proud of the Rams. That's, I'll, I'll end up with saying that, man. I'm really proud of the Rams. Uh, you know, a year from now, we were in a different position. So I'm just grateful, bro. I'm just grateful. <laughs> All right, I'm with you, but I'm also gonna say this: I'm proud of us because we had them making the playoffs before the season. Um, so did Alexis, and th- you have to understand something when you take that that that's strong of a stand on a certain topic like that. When the whole media circuit is saying you're crazy, this team's <laughs> yeah. going to have three, four wins, Caleb Williams season. And we're just like, ain't none of that. Caleb Williams. They're, he's not coming to the Rams. He, they're not going to have a chance when you take that strong of a stand. And then something like this happens where the Rams go through that three and six skid. 
I, you have a chance to get off that train and, and join them. I did not. I was like, yeah. you know what? They got Carson Wentz. Stafford's healthy. They got ripping out. I'm feeling good. And, Crazy you know, yeah. I, I feel like, you know, seeing them turn from three and six to nine and seven with the only awesome. loss that they've suffered against arguably the best team in the league, the team that has the MVP of the league and Lamar Jackson, all likelihood. Yeah. We um, beat. We had them beat. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> but that, that's the only loss they have since the bye. Yeah. And people wow, are bro. sleeping on this team still. I mean, it it it's it's so funny to me. Um, because it's all about, oh, like, I don't know if they can beat this team and this I don't know hey, who can hey, beat them. We got faith of a must a mustard seed, my guy. That's all we need. It can be little, little faith, but it, it sprouted. And so we see we're seeing a full bloom right now, brother. So hey, we'll, we'll welcome the bandwagoners. Go hey, come on in. If you was a Ram fan before and trying to get off absolutely come on, come on, come on with it. Ban yeah, bring on the bandwagon. We want everyone over here. Rams fan base is getting bigger, by the way. The turnout was absolutely amazing at MetLife. Uh, just a lot of Rams fans feeling really good about the future here. Um, last thing I'll say as we wrap this thing up, you can follow me at JK Bogan on all socials. You can follow Cam at Cameron Lynch 50 on all socials. Nice, uh, you know, zoom in on Cam's finger there. Not quite Tory Holt's finger going that way, but... Uh, <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> but uh he's yeah no nah. he, he better he better i'm gonna throw hands if he doesn't get in <laughs> that's, that's i want to joke more about hands and the whole finger point thing but you know i'll, I'll stop my jokes there hopefully Tory oh man in the hall of fame shout out to our guy tour <laughs> we got our fingerprints all over that one man it's uh <laughs> the puns the puns the puns uh anyway anyway what i'll say is this okay there's only one team in the NFC that has a Super Bowl champion on their team, a super, a legitimate Super Bowl champion that won in the Super Bowl, and that is Matthew Stafford in the NFC. So when push comes to shove, I trust Sean McVay. Uh, I trust Matthew Stafford. Carson Wentz also has the other Super Bowl, um, which is worth noting. But I, I trust this team. I, yeah. I think they're they're top heavy in the right spots. They got the veteran leadership in the right spots. And I'll say this. With all due respect to Lucas Haversick, this was the move to go back and get Brett Maher. This is the yes. smart move. People are looking at, he missed though. five you, extra points. You tweeted that, bro, mad long ago. You tweeted about this <laughs> mad long ago. <laughs> I was like, they never should have gotten rid of him. It was an emotionally charged yeah. decision. And I, I got to give the Rams credit because they they apparently yeah. listened to me. They went out and got Wentz. They went out and got Hendo. They uh, they bring back Maher. Uh, been a fun year. listening. I'm, I'm glad somebody's <laughs> listening, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway, well, this has been fun. Uh, you guys can like, subscribe, and comment if you want to help us out. Again, follow us on our socials. You can see below. But I'm Jake Ellenbogen. He is Cameron Lynch, who should be on our special teams unit right now. Um, whether he realizes it or not or likes it or not, I mean, I'm about to give him a number 50 or number 55 or whatever the hell jersey he wants to wear. Tell him to get out, yeah. uh, get the hell out there. Yeah, man, but they uh, have to pay me the bag. They have to pay me the bag for one game, bro. One, one play, one all special team snap, big bag, and then right back off the field of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like a plan. But uh, until next time, uh, we'll see you guys later. Go Rams. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.